Everybody, welcome, welcome, welcome to March, spring month, new season for World Business Mastermind. You do represent the world and um, the world is your fine ground, fertile ground to really build anything you want in your life, in all areas of life. These um, monthly mastermind meetings hosted by You've Got the Power and myself with any co-host that could be any of you um, at any time are geared to really be a safe environment for you to let your creativity go, feed off anybody else's mind and heart and really see what comes up because um, when do we have the option to really do that? to be uncensored, unfiltered, safe in with <clears throat> like-minded, like-hearted individuals, fellow entrepreneurs, prosperity oriented. So for yourself and for your community. So this is really a, a very safe, safe place for you to do that. And, and I know we've tossed around a variety of topics. We are leaving it again open, open topic for today. And in one of the, the um, upcoming months, the, it would be more uh, tailored to a specific topic that you requested. So <clears throat> remember all successful people have this type of mastermind at least once a month. So we are uh, walking the talk and, uh, and making it happen with um with one another so hot trendy topics have been um have been anywhere around sustainability uh cleaner sources of energy and of investments for for your for your own personal investments and for your own family um such as, uh, yeah sustainability then um <clears throat> Then some other topics have been um, numerology, <laughs> which whether you believe it or not, may have a universal impact in your life. They're just general universal principles. Michael has offered to, to help out with that. Um, he's um, an expert at it. And um, let's see some other topics, of course, all is prosperity, marketing, um, and my marketing person and team has agreed to do one, one for us in the upcoming month. He's also, they're also the owner of the CRM that I use that it's in three languages, okay? And uh, let's see, um, so this is what you have been uh, requesting. We always do our best to be futuristic oriented and cutting edge. So let's just start with, um, introducing ourselves and just say one thing that's on our mind. And again, don't filter, don't filter. So I'll start, my name is uh, Dr. Pizzini, I'm Italian-American and um, I am a, a, a doctor in, um, let's just say business psychology and a certified coach. And what's on my mind is that is really post-COVID, post-COVID, post-COVID and uh, getting, getting us situated and positioned in a beautiful place to take advantage of um, this post-COVID time that's about to start. And welcome, welcome David from the UK. So um, we're just doing the introduction and then we'll start our mastermind process. So uh, coach and post-COVID. Okay, so let's start with um, with Matt. Here we go. Your intro, who you are, what's on your mind. Thank you, Elena. Uh, my name is Matt Shelley. I'm here in the U.S. Uh, in New York metro area. And uh, my day job is I'm a CEO of a developmental disabilities um, multi-service agency. Um, in my spare time, I do various kinds of investing. And I think what's on my mind is <clears throat> a decision about whether to take the vaccine or not, and which vaccine I would favor, since I'm taking my time to decide very carefully. And 
a much more mundane thing on my mind can be summed up in one word, and that's Bitcoin. The Bitcoin craze is all around. So I may have to look to my friend Michael Loy on this call for a Bitcoin primer because I, I, I don't want to miss the boat, but I also don't want to get run over by the train. And with that, I'm in. Great. Thank you so much, Matt. And let's hear from you, Annie. Hello, everyone. Uh, my name is Annie Belanger. I'm from Montreal, Canada, in the midst of winter. Um, I'm a business owner. I own a company that deals in sudden warranty for cars, cars and uh, RV vehicles and any type of thing that has a holder attached to it. Um, it's, a, it's a very fun uh, business to have. Um, What's on my mind? Uh, well, actually, we can talk about vaccines or not because uh, my husband is going tonight to get his. And, um, you know, that's, that's been on our mind quite a bit because uh, we're in a red area where uh, we cannot do anything. So we're really anxious to get the vaccine so we can go back to some type of normal lives again. Great. Thank you so much. And uh, Jillian. Hi. My name is my name is Jillian from Brooklyn, New York, and I'm a real estate broker. Um, what's on my mind? I guess pretty much like everyone else is the COVID vaccine. Should I take it or shouldn't I take it? And if I take it, which one? should I take? I mean, the Johnson, the Janssen one sounds intriguing because it's only one dose, but and still up in the air about it a little bit, about the whole vaccine thing. So. Yeah. Well, um, Jillian from New York City, one of the places most hit on, uh, on earth, um, along with Italy, is a former nurse and comes from a medical family of doctors. So uh, definitely um, may have some intel. Um, we were hoping to actually have, um, to, to have today being co-hosted by our Irish uh, first respondent. She has been, uh, she has been all this time for a year. Um, I think you guys have met her. She, so, um, um, uh, Dr. Habib. So I will, um, if, if you want, if you want, um, Matt, send me an email and I'll put you in touch with her directly, okay? as well. Okay. Okay. So, all right. Thank you so much. And uh, very good. Um, and same for you, Jillian. Okay. But uh, listen to your heart. I mean, we may not even have an option. I don't know. It's become so political. I don't, I don't know if it's going to become mandatory to, um, to travel. So, um, you know, in my case, I have, I, I mean, I, I personally would rather not take the vaccine. And my whole family lives in Italy. So, so I, I don't know how I'm going to make it across the pond by boat or probably even the boat may require. And it would be a long swim. So, so we'll see, we'll see. Um, but I'll wait as long as possible for sure. Pretty much. <laughs> yeah, and I have to say the physicians in my family have taken the vaccine, so you know and they all suggest to take it. They took taking the Moderna. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We don't know the long-term effects, of course, because we're the first guinea pigs. Um, so we'll see. Um, okay. Um, Lenny, can I just yeah. say one thing about the vaccine? I talked to my naturopath about it, who's also a nurse practitioner. And her point of view is that the vaccines are okay to take, but choose very carefully. And she said, if you, if you have a choice of Pfizer versus Moderna, take Moderna. Yes. But if you're considering Johnson & Johnson, Johnson & Johnson uses older technology, which is more established. And although it may not look as effective on the face of it, it mm -hmm. does prevent hospitalization and death. So it really comes down to 
are you a new technology person or an old technology person? If you're new, choose Moderna over Pfizer. If you're old, choose Johnson & Johnson. And that helped me a lot to give me a quick rubric to be able to think through a little more carefully, what kind of vaccinator am I, if I'm even a vaccinator? Sure, exactly. Well, Biden here has vouched that by, uh, by May, he wants to have um, enough vaccine for all adults. So we're in March now, we'll see. Um, <clears throat> okay, thank you so much. And let's hear from uh, Michael, your, um, your intro and yeah, hi everyone. My name's Michael Lloyd. I'm a, the owner of a gardening business in Melbourne, Australia. It's a high-end service and I attempt to provide people, not necessarily just the rich people, but it's not cheap services. It's high-quality gardening for anyone that needs it and wants it. I'm looking to build systems, employ people and uh, possibly shift into the training ground a bit more uh, as well with the general public through online stuff. What's on my mind at the moment well, very briefly, I don't know what to say about it. My van broke down yesterday and I'm off the road with about 10 jobs to move and three days at home. So it's all interesting for the business. I could do some more admin. Um, I'm very interested in um, the vaccine as well, actually. Yeah. I think uh, that it's been mentioned if we sort of got everyone's take on that a bit. But it's a very fine line between conspiracy theories and... Um, factual reporting that are going on and not going on. So a lot of stories about it from nurses and uh, frontline people in the UK that I've been privy to that are pretty concerning as well in the, in the old people's homes with new outbreaks being associatable with it. So, and the impacts on the DNA and potential resilience to other illnesses in the short to midterm got me a bit frightened. So I, th I just think what we need to do is some kind of social statement about the general inhibition to the making of it mandatory. That can only happen if all of us really give it enough yes, surely. We, we can step away from the agreeance and obsession in mandatory for our safety. We're just too frightened. It's, it's my thoughts. Okay, thank you, Michael. So um, yeah, petitions are, could work. So hopefully we will have some choice. Uh, we'll see. Um, the um, movie Contagion. How many of you have watched it? <laughs> yeah, okay. So it's an all-star cast, all-star cast. It's 10 years old. It's science fiction. Well, it was supposed to be science fiction. Um, it, it predicts exactly COVID. Uh, now it's, re it's a reality. But perhaps uh, the movie goes over conspiracy theory a little bit too and the, the pharmaceutical. So you can make it your own interpretation, but it's a good cast um, and it's dense. It's dense with information. So you may need to watch it twice, but I, I strongly recommend it. And Jody, um, introduce yourself and what's on your, on your mind. Hello, everybody. My name is Jody. I am from, oh, I'm originally from Phoenix, Arizona. I've been here in Las Vegas for going on seven years in May. And I work at the Platinum Elite Group with Don in his marketing department. And what's on my mind, believe it or not, it hasn't been the COVID shot. I hear everybody talking about it and all their side effects, but what I'm trying to figure out right now is how am I getting going to be getting a lot of my items from my old house into my new house, which items I'm wanting to get rid of, and if there is anything I want to keep, and which ones are going to trash. So I just got a new house, so I'm just trying to figure out what's going on with it right now. Okay, so some move with organization for you, maybe some decluttering, et cetera. Okay, well, hopefully, hopefully Don can help you with that too, yeah? <laughs> Thank you. And David, you're new to our mastermind. Uh, you're very welcome, so nice to see you. So um, these are all like-minded and like-hearted individuals from all over the world. You're in a great hands. So we speak all the same language. Why don't you introduce yourself and what's on your mind? 
Hi, can you hear me? Yes. Yeah, so my name is David and living in UK. I'm a regular employee in the UK power industry. I've got a little bit of property investment going on, like real estate. And I did have a very small interest in a, an Amazon business, but that fell by the wayside. And I'm very much, I could go any direction at the moment, uh, back into Amazon, focus on real estate, um, maybe financial services. So I'm looking for inspiration and from above and to, to forge ahead in the, the direction that I can commit to and be enthusiastic with it. Um, about the, the COVID vaccine, I, I think it, I'm surprised in the, in the US, you, do you get a choice? Because in the UK, I think we just, we're just given the one that comes up in our locality and, and per, pertaining to our age group. I think it's a good thing to take. I think we have to trust that it's, there have been sufficient trials. It's a way of taking back control from the virus, I think. That's my opinion. But it may be wrong, but, you know, what do I know? And the, only, the only thing on my mind, apart from certain... I'd like to move into a bigger house for my, so my family can spread their wings a wee bit more. And... But also on a global scale, there's quite a, quite a lot of countries basically shooting their citizens these, at this time for protesting. And I, I, that's, that's the biggest thing on my mind. Uh, I don't have any magic answers, but it's sad to see that some citizens of some countries have to protest. They feel the need to and the government oppress them in a bad way. So that's on my mind. Yes, right, yeah, yeah. And uh, David has, has spent quite a little bit of time in the Middle East on projects, so has uh, very much a um, very international, broad uh, perspective. So yeah. I just wanna remind you, thank you so much, David, and welcome. I wanna thank remind you. you, exactly a year ago, I co-hosted a mastermind with Jillian all about <laughs> increase and we didn't even know that i mean we weren't even sure what COVID was at the time all about boosting your immune system boosting your immune system okay so you will find the replay here on the website and um and it's exactly let me find it it was in february right jillian supposed to be yeah here we go. how to stay healthy here we go okay so it's um yeah, you'll find it right there. Um, perfect. So another great resource I mentioned that, oh, here we go. I mentioned it to you last, um, before, but um, it's another great documentary called um, um, Endgame 202050. So as any, uh, and that will help you with investments too and uh, a cleaner earth. So uh, copy link, okay. Um, does, as any of you watched it? Yeah, okay, Gillian has watched. Do you wanna say a little something? Okay, this was the direct link of our, of our mastermind on immune system booster. Go for it. Um, just summarize it. I would love to hear your, um, your take on it, Gillian. Well, I found the movie very intriguing, especially with things that's going on today now um, with diet and this greenhouse and different, the cow emissions, I kind of didn't, un quite didn't understand that, but that movie made it a little bit more clearer. And yeah, we got to save our planet <laughs> and really think about what we're putting in, uh, what we're eating. The biggest take back I got from that, I mean, I don't eat fish, but I was thinking about, well, oh, with this plant-based um this plant-based way of living, it would be okay to once in a while have some fish. But then when I'm watching the movie and they're talking about all the plastic that's in the ocean 
how the fish are eating the plastic. And even though I, I wouldn't dare not feed my family anything farm raised, so wild caught, but you're getting this wild caught fish. And when you eat it, you're eating the ingested plastic too. And, and we really don't know the outcome of how it's gonna be from ingesting the plastic. So from that little bit, that one stuck to my mind, but it just made me really think. It just really, really made me think. Right. <laughs> thank you. Yes, and it's more, it's also, uh, it's not just about plant-based, it's no, really it's about yeah. you know, the energy and using uh, renewable resources to, to, to stay cleaner inside and outside the air, you breathe everything. So, and these are our resources. Okay. I'm, I'm not pushing my own agenda on me. You all have to, on you, you all have to make, uh, and Jillian isn't either. You all have to make informed decision. Knowledge is power. Yes. And, uh, get the resources and then decide for yourself. So we have a 442 area code. Would you like to introduce yourself? Oops, I think we scared him or her, dropped out. All right, <laughs> so, um, okay. So now that you know uh, who your peers are, let's really make it a safe container. Uh, it's called, in business, it's called Think Tank, right? Think Tank. So we're in a Think Tank and uh, let's use everybody's neurons because more minds is better than, than one. So who would like to go first? Um, uh, David, you, you get used to the process. So there is one hot seater person in the hot seat in the middle of the circle, pointing a, a question, an idea, and everybody around masterminds. And uh, who would like to go first? Don't be shy. Unmute. All right. I'm going to jump in with some personal relevant thing that's a little bit general as well. I'm having a lot of problems with the divisiveness of the partisan nature of everything everywhere. And I'm identifying with some massive potential losses for all of us. It's got to do with good ideas being flagged by the wrong side. And in this case, um, rather than sort of my normal rant on this, it's more great ideas on the environment, things that would be good progressively that are being represented through, uh, well, anger and violence and censorship and uh, alongside of stuff that I could never endorse. But we don't want to throw the baby in the bathwater out. And I'm hearing all the time about new media, new conservative ways of representing ideas and running businesses. And it seems like we're looking at seriously on a business model moving forward, a second realm of, of interactions and communications. And I'm even seeing it with my customers, the people that, are, that, are, that see what I do properly from a business point of view, want to reward it properly and understand business. And other people that sort of want want it to be somehow paid for by the government and want it cheap. And they are not kind of my kind of people. But um, I just thought I'd open up a little bit to sort of see, I guess, how different people are coping with this partisan nature of everything. And that'll give us a chance to do some healing in a safe way that's not going to be attacking either side. And um, it's a very big issue for me globally, nationally, and just with my customers and my interpersonal base at the moment. Okay, so rephrase the question succinctly so we understand uh, and remember, and then we mastermind about it, around it. Right, well, well we, I just think that it's important that we get the mix between a good idea and it being worth pursuing, no matter where it sort of comes from, and if a whole lot of people believe in it, and then we all get on board with it, uh, and uh, just ways that we see the current, um, I guess, advertising climate and media climate affecting what we're trying to achieve with uh, communicating with customers and things. I, 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 it's, a, it's, it's a bit of a rave of an idea, but the partisan nature of people is becoming more obvious to me in, in short conversation. And a lot of good ideas are being flagged by one side or the other. And we need to come together on the inspiration 
to put and investments too, because what's in flux now with ideal ideals and vision is really going to affect what any of us can afford to invest in right now. Even Bitcoin, these things are going to go way good or really bad. And it depends on a lot of this harmony process that's, uh, that's challenging. I just thought if we had a whip around on some, just however vaguely people interpret that as being relevant to them. Okay, so Michael, uh, um, <laughs> let's do one question at a time. One question, I know that I think there were more than one question in what you explained. We have to stay apolitical, apolitical, okay? In this platform we have, because <laughs> I'm gonna get a lawsuit. So, um, so let's start with, I mean, is it more like how to inspire people towards something? I'm not clear. Can you Can you do your best to like, pick the first question and give it to us like it is. Um, regarding the environment and a person's business, it's important if you want to invest in the business and grow something that works into the future. Uh, it's really tricky when there are some really different approaches at the moment as to, you know, how to, how to, um, to do best practice and the, the obsession in climate change. Okay, uh, so. okay, we're getting somewhere. So more like investing in your own environment, how to be sustainable in your own in your own home or um, uh, li living situation. Is, is that well, what you mean? Yeah, that'll do. Yeah, I just okay. I have a, I'm having a problem with things like say electric cars, right? Yeah. Uh, if some states in America want to have no more sale of old cars by 2035. That means if you just bought a brand new one, you'd be just wanting it to sail it through till that point or, or get rid of it sooner. So people are going to get electric cars. And it's been flagged as sort of a, you know, a left-wing thing, which is coming hand in hand with a lot of other concepts of government and, and things like that. And where does a person go to if they just want the best kind of car, the, the best for the planet and the best for efficiency and fuel and money? So the problem is... Um, how do we keep as a team and in our own life pursuing best practice amidst all of this partisan grabbing and representing of different ideas and ideals? Don't use that word partisan because I will get flagged, I promise you. So um, I have an idea. So uh, one of our previous replays are about Tower Garden and you don't have to go with Tower Garden. It can be something similar that where you plant the seeds and it grows vertically, vertically, so you can use air rights and airspace. Okay, you can create your own your own system if you don't want that. It's kind of like uh, hydroponic, but um, the pump actually comes from Italy and it works like a charm. But you don't have to have an Italian pump. You can use. I actually want to show it to you because it took me. And Gillian, you can show us yours. She's doing great in New York with that system. It took me several times to get it to work. I'll show it to you. Um, somehow it was either too hot or too cold or I was putting too many minerals. But I wanna show you guys, cause you were on that, on that mastermind. Uh, sorry, that's my laundry room. Um, I wanna show you the result. I went to, I was stuck in an ice storm in Texas, but somehow look at the um, tower garden did great. This is three weeks worth of seeding. Look at all that lettuce. Doesn't it look great? Hmm. That's cool. There you go. <laughs> Finally, it took three times. Third time is a charm. Okay, let's see yours, Gillian. That's a great investment. I think everybody could have something like that because it's, it's, it's got, um, it's got wheels, so you can move it around if you leave mine, it. Mine looks a little, they'll be full by, because I've actually had this one growing since September, so I'm ready to start changing. I don't know if you can see it here. How do you do that? Ah, oh, wow, look at that. Yeah. Very luscious, very luscious. Yeah, to change all of this up here and ready to put in new ones. These here have lasted me about eight weeks. But I have greens and I have basil growing there and stuff. So, yeah, it's a good investment, especially during COVID. I yeah. wasn't I wasn't worried about my um, lettuce being contaminated. <laughs> okay. 
So, you pulled off the shelf because of the line that was on. Very nice. Beautiful. Good job. You've been eating off of that. For yes, I have. That's why I said this. The, it lasts it lasts for about eight to 12 weeks, and I'm there at the 12 weeks. That's why it's looking a little shabby. Sure. <laughs> So, Michael, you don't, uh, Dr. Divgi wouldn't like me to say this, but um, you don't have to use that. You can create your own yeah. Michael's Garden, whatever it's called, you know? Okay. Yeah. There, there are a lot of creative business ideas I'm working on, and that's awesome, that Tower Garden. It is, it is a good thing for those that have it and get their fresh stuff. Yeah. Good example of sustainability and environmental mm. cool and all of that. Yeah. Matt. Something similar called Arrow Garden, and uh, it's been working wonders. And I'm so glad that I don't need to buy my fresh herbs at the store with all, ex, you know, over packaging and not knowing uh, whether they use pesticides or what have you. I just cut it from my plant, and I know exactly where it came from. So, you know, it's a, it's a way to uh, to be greener with your greens. <laughs> Absolutely. Yeah. 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 With Amazon and all those businesses, there's so much packaging that, uh, that, that that's not very eco-friendly. Good point. Thank you, Annie. Matt had something to add. Michael, you back? Oh, you're muted. Okay. Yes, I am. Yep. Okay. So when you were, when you were started off originally <clears throat> before Elena asked you to condense the question, I was getting a hit that where that where your breakdown, what you were describing, I just want to see if I'm right so I know how to answer. I got the feeling that you were talking about your clients having differing viewpoints and that it can be challenging to know how to work with people when they have different viewpoints on the environment and on issues and partisan issues as you described them. And so I'm wondering, just so I can frame my remarks, is where you're going trying to figure out how to uh, align or create alignment with your clients who have differing viewpoints so that you and they can be successful together? Uh, yes. Well, that, that's a big part of my challenge all the time with the clients. Yeah. Um, yeah, I think that's pretty fair to say. I've, I've got probably just got a lost, bit lost and I'm probably hoping later we'll move on with the next person soon. But, no, but um, Matt, I know Matt has something else to say. Just take a deep breath, Michael, and soak yeah, it in. Yeah. Soak it in. It is good. Yeah, my, my, my sense, Michael, is that is that you know I, I'm never going to solve the world's problems, and I can get lost in the in the the bigness of it. But you know, you're you're a shining light in your industry. I mean, you show up to the clients, and you know more about gardening, sustainable gardening, and your vision than they do. And so, I think a big part of this is about you know, the old cliche of being the change that you want to see in the world. A big part of it is about educating, enrolling, engaging, inspiring uh, your clients. And I dare say not working with those clients who don't reflect your values, who aren't going to get with the program and the bigness of what you're creating. You know, you're, you're not a gardener. You're an, you know, an outside landscape artist and or expert, you know, and I think it's about attracting the kinds of people who, whose vision you can see through. You know, you, they can see your vision into their, um, into their domicile. It's really important because, you know, you may have some very big clients uh, being profitable clients money-wise, but they can drag you down if they're not the type of people that you like to work with. And yet... You have to have the courage sometimes to fire your biggest client when the relationship is just toxic. And, you know, I've done it. And I know, like, my husband has done it. Fire your biggest client because those people were just pain in the butts and I'm being polite. And, you know, you look at the lost opportunity money-wise, but then it frees you up to go out, as Matt said, and attract people who are like-minded and to make you grow even further. That absolutely nails it with a lot of things. I Just while you were talking, I realized I've been upset all week over one of my very big clients that is very differing in ideologies with me. Between you and what Matt have said to try and 
help me make sense of that <laughs> earlier, uh, has, has, has grounded it a bit. The, the, another problem is some of these people believe that they're really into the environment, but they're just, act, in my case, in this situation, but they don't realise that they have a shallow take on it and they're treating it more like an object than a living thing. It's, the, it's actually this idea of treating things and situations like objects and numbers instead of living things that I'm up against. And um, I, I thought it was a bit cheeky probably, but I had to align it up with a little bit of this um, stuff that's going on with people's ideologies at the moment about how much we need to lean on a big government and 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 get more support from COVID and be governmenty. And uh, there's a natural system in people and in survival and in the economic regrowth that I, I think we're all part of as business owners and that, you know, um, it's, it's just really tricky inspiring people that are buying the fear out of the media. And, and I'm getting some customers saying ridiculous things to me about their garden and their future and how they see their property ownership and money and, and worried about climate change to the point where they're doing silly things in their garden, which is also taking something really to a wrong place. And so I just thought you, you, you really nailed it. I think I've gonna, I, I did give them two stern texts last week about how it wasn't cool. And, and um, he came back and said, all right, can you do the work for this much money? Which was more than he wanted to give me before, but I went and did it, but it was all wrong. And what he wanted to do was wrong and the approach is wrong and it's too cheap, it's too nasty. He's got tenants, he's got good money coming in. I can't work with it. So I think I might fire the customer and it might help me. <laughs> Thank you. Beautiful. And to wrap it up, can I say, can I say I, I work with uh, all over the world any, any, any given day. And my sense, my sense is that Australia did, was, did as a continent, did better than all the other four during COVID and the way they handled it, you know, and their numbers and what they did or not did their measure. And I think a lot has to do with with how they treat the environment. So for better or worse, I think that was the safest place to be. Um, I wanted to be in Australia and do, a, and do a leadership retreat over there, right? But I didn't come because of COVID, they would not have let me in. And so anyway, uh, Michael, you, you are in a great continent and you are part of that, of that victory that, um, that your continent did really, really well during COVID. So, Take some, take some uh, kudos. And, uh, yeah, I think I think we haven't seen the financial impact of the lockdowns and stuff yet. I think it's six to twelve months away when we're going to start to realise how many people nearly completely ran out of money. Um, you know, it's just the the shops are opening up, people are getting their trickle through now, and, and things are happening. But as we know, with small business, sometimes you can't jump back on that surfboard and be on the same wave. You, you have to rebuild that up a bit and. It's not been a problem for my situation, but it's it's right around the world. I think it is just two years, and we just got to small businesses got to help small businesses. I'm into better pricing, fairer stuff, happy people. Yeah, you are a necessity, um, and I think you all are in your in your niche. So, uh, Michael, was uh, did I give you some food for thoughts for now? Yeah, totally cool. Great, thank you, thank you so much. Okay, thank you everybody. Great, great round. Let's, uh, let's start another round and maximize our time. David, are you getting the hang of this? Good. Yeah, I'm getting the hang of it. Uh, I don't have any subjects so I, I need to discuss at this time. But okay, sounds good. I'm happy but to listen and contribute. Yeah, contribute, yeah, yes. Um, stay yeah, I, I can go, I can go, Elena. Matt. Matt is uh, the showers member of our group. I'll, <laughs> I'll throw this topic out. I, I worry it's too esoteric, but I did bring up Bitcoin before. I, you don't have to know about Bitcoin to be able to give me your feedback. My feedback is about, you know, all of us are passive investors, I'm sure, in one way or another, uh, in addition to our whatever day jobs we have. And I, I, I'm looking at this Bitcoin thing with, with different sides of the coin, as it were. Um, one is sort of the millionaire mind, T. Harvecker. I always want to be investing in systems and vehicles and processes that, that work instead of me. On the other hand, I've gotten burned by a couple of investments. Uh, you know, I've gotten burned by oil. I've gotten burned by foreign exchange. So 
I, I don't know which side of the coin, so to speak, to be looking at Bitcoin, especially because it's gotten so expensive. But I'm just, I would love to hear from people who have invested over time and sort of um, maybe what you've learned as you approach that next investment to be able to make a good decision. Well, I was just having that conversation with my IT person this morning. Um, and basically, I, I just like you got burned out by some investments. And of course, um, it's part of the life of investments. I also got burned out by, um, by hackers in the past and I've been hacked. And so that's why I have so much resistance towards crypto because it's basically it's been invented by hackers, right? And, but uh, my IT person this morning just told me, get over it. I mean, come on, just get over it. Like you have to do it. You have to invest in, in crypto or you're gonna miss out. So as of now, um, number one is Cardano. As of yesterday from what I hear is the number one crypto that is the strongest. Second strongest is Bitcoin. Third strongest is Ethereum. There you go. And if you need ideas of where to purchase them, I can get, I can email me. I'll send you a, a list of brokerages. Thank you. Oh, yeah. Perfect. Let's hear from David. Yeah, uh, Elena, can I mention another trainer? A yeah, well please. Yeah. Robert Kiyosaki. Well, uh, um, I took some training from his paper assets advisor, Andy Tanner, and it was really good. Um, I didn't take up the training and apply it for measuring, sorry, for, for working with the stock market. But his advice, I got a lot out of it. And Robert Kiyosaki is also uh, promoting education about Bitcoin or, or um, amongst, amongst the others. The, I forgot the generic name for them now. But um, I, I would suggest uh, there is training out there from possibly Robert Kiyosaki or others, uh, other respected trainers that would give some yeah. some knowledge to make, be able to make safe decisions. So I, I would just say take the training from someone you trust. Great, thanks. Yeah, I know somebody else who's got great results from that same training. I can put you in touch, Matt, if you want. And great, and. Well, all I want to say is that the one concern I would have with Bitcoin is that it's, or any other type of, big, of crypto, is, is that uh, it's not based on any uh, real um, monetary system and that it's mainly used to find money, to launder money with criminal activities. And my concern is that we, as honest, uh, you know, main, mainstream investors um, have a chance to get swiped out in the process when regulators, um, you know, dig into this and, and what's the liquidity in the facility to withdraw your money when you need it. So, I, I will stay with her until, you know, I come from a bank, a banking world. I, I worked for 20 years in banks, so maybe that's a, my bias. But what I've seen over the years is a lot of tightening up with anti-monitoring, money laundering uh, uh, regulations. And uh, it's not going to get easier. It's going to get more and more stricter. And that applies in Canada, in the States, and pretty much all over the world. So I, I will take a pass on that for a good while until we have more uh, you know, security around it. So Annie, no, no crypto for you for now? No, no. I, but I invested in the, in the CBD and cannabis products, though, quite heavily. Uh, in a private uh, venture. Actually, I just had a meeting last week and I invested a, quite a bit of money in there. So that's my, my risky portion of my portfolio. Yeah, that's a commodity. Very good. Yeah. Goes back to Michael. Michael, maybe that could be something for you too. 
Yeah, yeah. Now, I put some money in Bitcoin uh, about six months ago uh, through a friend's uh, encouragement scheme. Um, his uh, providers of that actually went down, uh, completely went down. So I put less than 500 in it and I lost all of that. But that wasn't because of Bitcoin as such. It was because of the way that I would been introduced to the Bitcoin market. So I think it's very important to, to find, to not only have the accountant, in it, but to go pretty direct to, to a Bitcoin purchase point of credibility because there are other people on selling it and playing um, middle roles. So that's what happened here. My friend that put me onto it actually lost 10,000, which was 50% of his 20,000 withdrawal on his long-term superannuation. And he lost that whole lot. So that's very recent. So yeah, we get burned. I've never done a lot of investing, so I haven't been burned a lot, but I've been burned small probably to the same frequency with small amounts. Uh, but Bitcoin is quite high at the moment. And I think that you're better off still buying stuff if you want to be raised when it's a bit lower. Uh, it's it's turbulent. So I'd, if you do want to put some money in it, just watch it for four weeks at least, like that roulette wheel and just pick a low point to, to get in. Um, and the other thing is, if I had plenty of money, how I would approach it through the analysis I'm doing on it, because I am curious, I would probably put in a certain amount of money that yielded enough money from projected Bitcoin growth to do something like buy my petrol once or twice a month. Because if you get that full circle working, because apparently you can use it for PayPal and you can get cards that use it. So I would put an amount of money in and try to divert living costs out of other cash flow centers to the growth of that money by using Bitcoin and testing it out as a paying currency. Because you don't want to lean on something and then find out you can't use it half the places or it doesn't work that well. And and that, and again, it comes back to the, the notions I had earlier that um, sort of the different political ideals and movement of the economy and a reserve bank and things are going to really play into this issue very hotly in the next 12 months. Like a lot of money went from Elon Musk, from the Tesla into Bitcoin, and uh, the shares had a, a, an impact from that. Uh, the consumers weren't that confident in that choice, perhaps. And um, so I would just pick a bit and play with it. I'd love to be able to take out my Bitcoin card and buy my petrol with it. And I'd love to be able to do that for three months in a row on the same amount of money that I put in. Just that's, that's my take. That's great. Thank you, Michael. Great. Thank you. Very nice. Okay. So of course, um, yeah, staying diversified as much as possible, investing the minimum and see how it performs is always the rule of thumb. Um, and um, yeah, uh, I mean, anything that's new, kind of like CBD, crypto, vaccine, a lot of money in uh, investing in vaccine stocks too. It's, it's, it's a risk, of course, because it's new and doesn't have track records. But um, if you can afford to invest the minimum that you could lose, if worse comes to worse, you could. Yeah, with um, CBD, CBD, uh, Matt and I talked about it before. Um, it's uh, it, it's it still it hasn't been as successful because I don't think people really knows how to use that seed or market it uh, for healing properties. And even with people and animals, uh, as you know, I have a non-profit that rescues a lot of animals. You've probably seen one tiger walking behind me. <laughs> um, it works for some, for a variety of medical problems, and it doesn't work for others. Same for humans, so who knows? Yeah. All right. Very good. Um, great. Uh, any? Um, okay. Let's. Uh, was that helpful, Matt? That was very helpful. Thank you, everybody. Great, great. Okay, so we're almost at the hour. We can do uh, one more round um, if you, if you, ladies and gentlemen, have um, topics and and have time. Is it a good time for people to um, consider joint ventures and um, different people capitalizing new businesses together? Uh, is, is anyone else sort of feeling that around them, that it's time to maybe work with someone to do something new? I, I, I'm quite excited on that front because I think um, that 
some businesses are dying. And I think there's a lot of people available that are fleeing industries that are, are, are not sustainable right now. So there'd be a lot of people looking to perhaps join something good and well-planned and new. Is anyone thinking about their short to midterm options with that what about something brand new kind of thing? I thought I've, I've got a few on myself, but I thought I'd put that to the, everyone to offer feedback. Okay, great idea. Great idea. Anything is possible. We're all in a virtual world, probably for good. So there are no limits of geography anymore. So you can really think beyond your geographical boundaries, which is beautiful. It is beautiful. Um, I know Annie has a lot of experience with that. Matt as well, even in the round of nonprofit, which there is still so much unexplored with the nonprofit sector uh, that can get great fundings if used properly. Yeah. And you know, Michael, you were you were talking a few months ago about the difficulty of hiring people, and we were talking about joint venture. And I'm just thinking off the top of my head, um, you know, nonprofit. It makes me think of maybe some handicapped person who could be helping you in your projects, and you know, it, it helps you, but at the same time, it helps them because it gives them you know, uh, a chance to build their self-esteem and learn some new skills. So maybe it's an avenue that uh, you could consider in research. Yeah, I think um, rehabilitation, I think COVID attitude swamp rehabilitation might be uh, an energy that I could utilize to, to, to work with some people in, the, in a cooperative sense in the future. Yeah, it's not... For me, when I think about it, it's possibly slightly related to gardening, but it's really kind of just new, and it's got to do with the new ways we're doing business. Yes. Uh, we've got five G coming in, and there's you know the economy's shifting greatly because small businesses, like I said earlier, bombing out, and and there's needs not being met, and there's bigger bigger parties playing roles in things. And I just think that um, in the community sense, and I guess I'm not big on non-profit stuff. I, I just think that it's better off having a straight business case. Uh, but, it, it, you know, the um, I think post-COVID, sort of it's what I'm saying. There's people on the loose. There's new technologies coming through. There's the direction of society in flux. Then there's this question we've all got on about how to invest. And I think it's a very challenging environment. I'm investing, number one, in self-development, just trying to be better all the time at all things I do, great routines, health, and, and visioning, just handling the flexibility requirements of the short term better and better all the time. But I think there are new things to come to the table, delivering satisfaction. There's a lot of coaching things, like because so many coaches around and some of them are looking for more clients and not busy, but why well, they could be busy if that got fit with all the people that need it. And um, so just different forums for, for projects, I suppose, rather than saying start a new business, we're starting exciting projects to do with post COVID with others, with other businesses, business to business link ups that are exciting and innovative due to our current context. It's Michael, the, one thing, the one thing I'd say when I took Never Work Again, which is an offering for Millionaire Mind Peak Potentials, I remember them saying that if you want to develop passive income businesses, and I'm not saying this is what you want, but I'm using it as an example. They said, think about what you do in your main business and then how might you collaborate or joint venture or outsource or insource or do something off your main business as your next venture. And it always struck with me because a lot of people were at Never Work Again hating their day jobs and wanting to get away from them and start something brand new. But, but the success rate of starting something brand new out of the gate is tricky because you're learning the sector that other people have been competing in for 30 years, 50 years. So the only thing I would offer here is that I agree the world's gotten very flat and you're a very charismatic and knowledgeable person. But I wonder if your next joint venture should be leveraging your current day job business to do something interesting and new as an offshoot of that, rather than going into a brand new brand new pond, so to speak. Yeah, I think that's right on. That's sort of how I'm seeing it. Something kind of new, but it grows out of it. But it, like if you were to put together a gardening courses online, I would sign up right away because I'm so bad at it. But if I had somebody that could walk me through every week with, you know, I, I would go for that. 
You remind me of my number one marketing hook there when I get in the zone on this topic. I can help a person that thinks they can't garden actually achieve gardening success. And I have seen the look on people's face a few times with that, and it is very healing to realise that we can do something that we thought we couldn't do. Yeah, to use that as, as, a, as a real thing about the reach out and who can participate. And it also yeah. it still shows the desire to beat that hurdle that people would like to learn. And then that's all I need, a little bit of um, commitment and then we can do anything. Yeah, that, that's a good way of putting it. Yeah, so um, thank you everyone for those ideas and for humoring me on my raves. It's very, I, I'm very into trends. I'm very much into what we're all going through at the moment. And I see, I see our streets, I see the businesses, I know where people are at. And I just think, you know, what can we do? And I think every time I try to make a two year plan, it gets back to politics because there's so many ramifications right now. Like our relationship with China is very curious and we have to see what, what the next 12 months holds. So that's why I'm just back into self-development and, and dreaming, dreaming the dream. And as well as opening up some of these semi-philosophical points for people to, to contemplate. Any, it's really futurism. We've got to be very real about the fact that 2050 is around the corner. There are a whole lot of different visions painted about that place. And uh, if there's any free choice in it at all, it's right now. But do you, do you get your seeds from China, Michael? No, no. Right. So you don't really depend from... We've had, um, we've had problems with things like pots and containers and uh, a lot of the gardening tools are impacted in our country from uh, supply. Uh, no manufacturing happened in Europe last year like Husqvarna I use for, for tree work and things. And I bought apparently one of the last chainsaw blades in Australia about two or three months ago because they just weren't making them for a period. So there's a lot of industries going to really suffer 24-month impacts from the non-productivity of the lockdowns. And the, it, like, it's going to change our lifestyles. And, but we all have to really stop being shallow and focused on, obsessed on comfort and recreation. You know, get the natural happiness that comes from doing something that's important to us and, achieving little goals and that's better than a comfy lounge suite and a great tv show so we really need to, to to shift our focus and build value yeah absolutely yeah we have to be a little resourceful even uh my hairstylist was telling me um you know i do have gray hair and i color it so the products the only two products that are vegan organic like i want them no chemicals either come from australia or Italy. So she said that during COVID, she couldn't get them. And so that made her try to figure out how to, to create their own, her own products out of fruits, vegetables, seeds, and nuts. So not easy, but we, I mean, I was, this, this goes back to sustainability and I'm hoping to have an expert come uh, on one of the next uh, masterminds who's an actually expert in emergency preparedness, former military, sustainability, etc. Because, I mean, I was stuck in a, in a nice storm last month and uh, I did not have two weeks worth of water and two weeks of, of, of food, you know, to, to survive. And it was pretty dire straight. So, so, so yeah, I think uh, you can really help out with that, Michael. And I, th I think all of us have to have your, your own plan you know, to be sustainable in just in case something happens, we cannot get our products from God knows where, China or wherever. So we have to be resourceful, you know, be independent. Okay, so, uh, but you all have huge minds and hearts and are super smart. So I know, I know we'll figure it out. So um, any, okay, so I just, um, just to wrap it up and thank you, great work today. Uh, let's go in around Rob, Robin really quick. We'll wrap it up. And one, one thing that you got out of today, then maybe you want to trans tra one learning that maybe you want to transform uh, into um, action steps. Okay, I'll go first. Uh, <clears throat> and um, yeah, so... So um, my learning is, um, yeah, I'm really committed to sustainability. So I don't, I, I'm, I'm committing to all of you to get a, 
get a water container to store to store water just in case water goes missing again. Um, you can all come over here and get it. <laughs> okay, so, um, okay, and what about you, Annie? Um, well, it's the same, like sustainability is the first word that uh, pops up in my mind, uh, trying to, you know, improve your habits, your habits very little by little, very slowly, but, you know, be conscious of, you know, how much we waste and try to reduce it and, uh, and what we put in our body, et cetera, like really pay attention to that. Okay, great, great. Do you want to commit to one thing to the group in specifics to start with? Uh, well, you know, I'll try, I, I try not to spend so much money on stupid things that I don't need. I try to ask myself whenever I, you know, I want to spend some money, do I really need it? Uh, and not get so much junk in our, in our houses. <laughs> yes, yes, yes. Just like chemistry. There are some, a few basics we all need, and then we mix and match like a JV, and we got everything we need. Yeah, that's it. Good, just get the basics. And Michael, um, oh, I'm going to um, phase out all the customers that have uh, differing ideologies to myself. Wow. I didn't want to really do that. I felt I had to be all inclusive in everybody that I helped and served. And there are some people that, I, at this point in time, it's really tearing me up and. And it's a small example of the other areas. And I want to be the change in the world that I'd like to see as well. That's yeah. the one. Awesome, brother. I love that one. That's good. Beautiful. Feel it. Very nice. Gillian. Well, I'll commit to my health as always because it's so important for the future. And I feel the same way. 2050 is like just around the corner. Yeah. So just recycle and yeah, just commit to that. Better living. Any crypto for you? I'm going to research crypto. I still don't quite understand what it is, but I'll research it and see. Okay. Very good. <laughs> Excellent. Thank you. Matt. Do my research. <laughs> Whether it's vaccines or crypto or anything else, do my research. It's something I already do, but it was really reinforced in this call. I think with crypto, I have a fear about buying too high. Well, I think Warren Buffett said he never bought at the bottom. He never sold at the top. So that puts everybody somewhere in the middle. So I will do my research before I do anything else. Thank you. Excellent. We'll hold you to that. Enjoy that research. And David. Yeah, I, I was uh, interested in the concept of partnering in something familiar with what you're doing that, that Matt talked about. Um, I've got to think about how I can apply that to myself. I, I was just thinking, uh, Michael, do you feel strong enough to keep the business with the unsatisfactory clients? Because I think you could have a positive effect on them. What do you think? You're right on to me. It's pretty much why I've got them. As other people say, how can you put up with it? And I say, look, I make small progress. Every three or four visits, they'll concede on some fanatic idea that was wrong for their garden. And they'll go, no, we'll do it this way now. Uh, but self-development, and I try to heal and inspire people across the board. And there are some people that are challenging that I do keep on board because I do feel I'm making a difference, if that's what you mean. Okay. Yeah, so I, I thought of you actually just before, and thanks for mentioning me. I just thought, I hope you found, because you mentioned that you were looking for some inspiration. You're at a bit of turning point and you had a few options for the way forward with your, yeah. your uh, skill bases that you've tried and tested. So I think it's a very exciting place. So I think, yeah, just keep on with the all the, what I call self-development, which doesn't mean we're not acceptable. It just means making us better and better. All our routines and health and fitness and inspiration. And I, I think it's all about, like, I love this show, connecting with the great people because when you connect with new people, and especially if you can look up to them in some ways and find that they can look up to you as well, great progress of, of growth can be made. And like what Matt's saying with investment, um, whatever you're up for next, do a lot of research and don't jump into anything too fast. 
Yep, thank you. Good plan. Right. David, you want, anything else you want to commit to, or does this feel good? Um, no, uh, I'm just going to commit to deciding what I want to do with the rest of my life. Wow, that's a big commitment. <laughs> and, uh, just get, get started, okay? Yeah. <laughs> that's what we hold you. That's beautiful. Yeah. We, love, we love your enthusiasm and sincerity. And Jody, darling. I'm going to attract the right people with the same vision with I'm getting ready to go into some coaching classes to become a coach and I'm writing out a two-year plan so it's pretty much all encompassed into one so I and I am doing it I'm taking classes now so I'm very proud <laughs> congratulations that's fantastic you'll do great Enjoy. thank you all right, everybody. So um, for future masterminds, the link is always the same, worldbusinessmastermind.com. Join for free. Invite invite some of your clients, your partners, um, loved ones. And uh, please uh, interact with one another in the private Facebook group. Here's the link. They're all partners um, or clients or friends. So, so um, for you, the weekly business coaching is um, is complimentary. So, um, but if you want to invite loved ones, you can, and uh, that's the link: groupbusinesscoaching.com. You did great. I'm also gonna bonus commitment, but I'll do it. I'll figure out the music uh, so that I don't get um, copyright. And, suits again and that, that next time we'll have a nice intro and outro and you'll even be able to dance to it good or good yeah. all right so for today you are my music and uh, may thank you for your uh, participation you did great so let this uh, creativity fuel your month and we will meet again at the same time, the first Wednesday of April. I keep you posted and uh, do my very best to bring on a co-host expert in one of those topics that you love so much. Have a great week and month, everybody. Thank you again. You're fantastic. Okay. Thank you. Good job, everyone. All the best for the week ahead and the month. Yeah, thank you. Best wishes to everyone, too. Thank you. You too. Good job, David. <laughs> great to see yeah. you. Have a good night. I know it's late for you. You did great. That's it. Yeah, bedtime now. Hope this was helpful. Yeah, thank you. It was. Yeah, very good. Okay, ciao. Take care.